No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hey there, buddy. Want to learn all about Mech Warrior stuff? What friends tell you you don't know your Atlas from your longbow? Then tune in or download the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. It starts right now. This podcast is brought to you by Hammer Tactical Contracting, providing top-shelf inebriated pilots for your toughest missions. Did you just touch my pretty baby? Oh, God! You shot me! You shot... You shot me! God damn it! You shot Did me! You just touch Why my drink? Oh, yes, very, very crimsicle from HTC reminding you we're drinking in the dropship. We're drinking in the mech bay, drinking in the cockpit, and most importantly, drinking as we use your mech for salvage. Ah, good old HTC. We're here to leave a mark, starting with that corpse. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 69. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is April 17th, 2013, and well, my shadow, it's going to go to mech porn. And if you're an addict, we appreciate you, we accept you, and we love you. It's okay. We, we accept you into our 12v12 program. Yes, it is okay. Embrace it. Accept it. Be open with it. And Darren, who do you have? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to the number 69, speaking of mech porn, and Project Battletech Universe, also known as BTU, I think, right? Phil, what is Project Battletech Universe, Phil? I think you're the person to give us a little more info on that. Uh, not to get too lengthy in it, but uh, it's a small game project that uh, me and a few others are working on. We decided uh, it was about time to sort of get a blog up to sort of show people the current state. Uh, right now, um, we've got a video, some concept art, uh, some basic uh, uh, questions for you guys on the facts and stuff. And uh, as we move forward, we'll be sharing our design with you guys. And um, we uh, do have permission to post by said individuals. I know a lot of people have been like, I don't know, arguing that. They're like, oh, they don't own the rights. And it's like- Well, they know really, better than you. Yeah, obviously, because, and yeah. So anyways, we do have permission to post up the project and it's really cool. And the feedback has been pretty uh, amazing actually so far. So thank yeah. you. And I did get a chance to play this. I, I was pretending like I didn't know what it was, but I know what it is. And it is super fun. And yes, punching is as fun as it looks as well. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, what about you, Brandon? And my shout out tonight are going to Mexpex, MWOG, and Aces, as always. Nice. And Laura? 
Hey guys, this is Laura, also known as BB Wolf. My shout-out today goes to Kerm Germ Pearl. You know who you are. You know, <laughs> BB and Boo always have shout-outs that I can't say ten times fast. I don't know, you know, if that's a trend or what, but they, they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I know who she's talking about. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> and of course, welcome to all of our live studio audience. Appreciate you guys coming out here. And to all of our new listeners, whether you're riding your bike, working out, maybe you're at work, and uh, yeah, we're just helping you get through the day. Thank you for tuning in. We ask, hey, if you like what we're doing with everything with NGNG, all the way through and through, from the comics all the way to uh, the podcast and YouTube content, and I mean, just all of it. Hey, we ask, go to our website. On the right side, there is a gray tip jar. Mouse over it. Maybe send us a $2 reoccurring, maybe just a one-time contribution. Anything would be appreciated. And, uh, you know, we, we just want to say thank you so much for that. And if you are working out by riding your bike at work, then maybe you should also multitask a little more and do some shopping online. Maybe Amazon.com or Newegg.com. If so, click through the links on our website, please. Gives us a little kickback. Helps support the show. Doesn't add anything to the cost of your bill, but helps keep us going. It is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3050. Be sure to check out the latest videos at No Guts, No Galaxy TV on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and anything else you can and will do. Phil, uh, I think we're going to record something tonight for that. Yes, yeah, yeah we're going to be getting some more videos. Uh, we've been sort of busy, so the channel's been neglected, but uh, I appreciate it, but my BTU video has been at yeah, the top. Yeah, go, so go check out the BTU video, that's yeah. something new. And we have our new storefront up, international shipping everywhere, and podcast player. What's that about, Phil? So for those um, that I, I was talking about this on the Twitch, um, we just went live with the new storefront. It's a completely new system. We're using a, a, a vendor, sort of a, it's called Shopify. Anyways, really, really nice. Uh, we're actually going to be integrating the whole site into the new website, but this is a good way for us to get you a clean looking, uh, very functional um, store. And we've already had a few shirt orders. There is also a preview of the future coffee mugs. Um, I think we're gonna be doing a pre-sell on those probably within the next week, maybe two weeks. I'll let you guys know more about that. But right now you can do uh, ship to anywhere. So if your country is on that list, you can ship to anywhere. So do that head over there and podcast player you're referring to soundcloud soundcloud yes. kind of podcast player on the store gotcha nope, just soundcloud and our twitch tv schedule is up on our calendar at nogustnogalaxy.net be sure to go check that out the guys have been busy as heck i mean i'm pretty much every time i go mm -hmm. there somebody is playing yeah last night we were running tournaments 1v1s grudge matches in the caldera yeah well caldera alpine tourmaline nice that it. sounds fun and are you looking for more members for your BattleTech or MechWarrior unit? Advertise with NGNG today and reach thousands of potential recruits for your own unit ad. Head on over to our website and check out the support NGNG page for more information. I know there are some open slots, so get them before they fill up. Is your unit looking for voice comms or just a place to hang out and chat with other BattleTech and MechWarrior fans? If so, get set up on the No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. Once logged in, contact Phil sean lang and get set up critical hits number 26 no worries this was a good one yeah i he thought it was hilarious humor was brought back into the series yeah a lot of and this was actually a fan submission to uh short painter and uh i don't Those know fans just, have some good ideas yeah yeah so if you have an idea make sure to email him and that's short painter at 
NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. He does get them, he does listen to them, and actually this coming weeks is another fan submission. And the cool thing is when we get the, uh, the, we uh, the website and the forums up, the new one, um, we're actually going to include the blank ones for you so you can do your own captions in them And so we'll do like uh, you know, like favorite caption you guys get to vote on that kind of stuff as well So that's coming as soon as possible Cool cool and also all systems nominal episode number three is up if you haven't had a chance to check it out It's called equilibrium and it is the conclusion to the trilogy and there's more in development currently Yes, and that being said um, Ken is finishing his uh, semester uh, a lot of tests for those that have been to college, you know, this is crunch time, a lot of exams and stuff. He will start working on the next one at the end of the month. So look forward to that and seeing it. And we appreciate Ken doing that. It was really hilarious. I'm looking forward to more. More Battletech, more MechWarrior. I love it all. No community spotlights this week, but if you have something that you would like for us to feature, send your community spotlight submission to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net. And similarly, no local games. Are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or do you want to start one? If so, we'd love to announce it to you for free. Email us at localgames.nogutsnogalaxy.net with your info. Don't forget to send us your pictures or it didn't happen. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting TeamSpeak 3. Uh, well, coffee mugs, I'll put that up there. Well, fun your funding does not pay for booze. But uh, check out our tip jar on the right side of the website. Podcast unit ads, George Ledoux and BB Wolf recorded messages and unit ads. And that is the news, Phil. And moving on to Mech of the Week, Mech Porn 2D Style. Now, you guys voted for this, the Hunchback. Now, it's always the case. We're like, oh, why hasn't this mech been done before? Well, it's because that's just, we say that every single time because there's so many of them. And we're going to be talking about the HBK 4G. You guys actually know it in many of the iterations of uh, Mech Warrior that we have, even with Mech War Online. It is a medium battle mech, 50 tons. It goes stock, 64.8 kph. But the big thing is the armament here, and it has an AC-20, two medium lasers, a small laser, and it was first introduced in 2572, as far as the lore. It was built for an urban combat, uh, close-range sort of brawler. Um, now, strengths, it has heavy armor and heavy weaponry, but the weaknesses sort of is slow, and it has no long-range capability capabilities whatsoever so um yeah i'd use this in the tabletop i know we've used it in mega mech um what are your guys thoughts on it do you like it hate it meh yeah my thought in the tabletop is that it is a kill stealer all i can think about is alex <laughs> you know we do all the work and then he'd come around the corner and pop him once with the ac20 and they're dead and he'd get all the kills and all the experience <laughs> i will admit the ac20 in the tabletop is vicious like um, and this did happen. Alex, we were playing the Mega Mech, and we had this, like, oh, you know, uh, based off how many kills you get, you, you gained X amount of XP to put in your pilot to make him better and stuff. And basically, that's what happened, is he would roll around, we'd do all the damage, he'd get in one shot, and he'd get the kill, so he'd get all the okay. XP. So, like, his character was like, oh, yeah, I don't... It was ridiculous, his... And, uh, and this happened every match, too. This wasn't like, oh, one time you got lucky. No, it was it was every match. And so we changed it. We had to change it based on like we had to come up with this like sort of uh, hardcore system of, you know, uh, tracking how much damage you did and stuff like that, because it was it was like, oh, my God. So um, 
Now let's look at a few things. Obviously this led to the clan Hunchback 2C that's, uh, that's coming out obviously uh, in the future as far as the clans are concerned. And obviously noticeable pilots. Uh, ooh, do you want to try this one, uh, Darren? Uh, let's see. Isoroku. No, Isoroku? Isoroku? You know, we could just... We could ask. Anyway, it's, it's Takashi Kurita's nephew. How's that? Yeah, there we go. Um, now... Aesthetically, I've always felt like this one uh, has been unique just for the fact that it has this gigantic shoulder-mounted, you know, cannon come at, coming out and just the sort of visceral feel of how large of a, a round this is. I've always liked it. I really liked it in Mech Commander, I'm not going to lie. And uh, it's actually probably, it's one of my favorites in, in Mech War Online. So if you haven't tried it, give it a use. It's like I said, it's, it's better than the Urban Mech in Urban Combat. And it has a little bit of survivability. Negatives obviously don't be caught in open or you're just going to be torn apart. So that is what it is sometimes. I just finished leveling up all three of my Hunchback variants in MWO. And I have to say, I had a blast. It had been a long time, like, you know, back when closed beta, I think, really, since I played them. And, uh, yeah, they are just great all-around mechs. Yeah, they are. All right, obviously we have Garth. What's going on, Garth? How are you? Good, how are you? Garth, Doing, Garth, doing well. Garth. I was going to say, uh, pretty crazy day yesterday with the patch. Um, how's things going? Good. I'm getting into a lot of games with Highlanders, it seems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's to be expected. They are like popular. popular. It's, you know, Something like people like, like them. Now, I know yesterday when we were playing, I just want to ask you a quick question because a lot of people seem to be about this. Uh, during the Twitch event, um, people are asking me if I'd noticed a difference in my speed, which... I confirmed that uh, there was something uh, that had happened because I went from 98 to, oh gosh, 97.3. But anyways, oh uh, do you have any words on that? Uh, do you want to comment on that issue specifically? I don't actually, I've been so busy all day, I didn't actually have a chance to go out and find out. But um, let me uh, so ask someone now and by the end of this, hopefully I'll have an answer. All right, sounds good. Because a lot of people are, like freaking out about it. That for everyone, if you're not aware, it's not that much. I mean, even if you're like a Raven that going 150, I mean, it's like one kilometer an hour. But there is a change, and uh, obviously, we'd like an answer on it, at least why or what. And or... obviously, there's some strong opinions. I mean, I saw basically somebody, you know, going apeshit over it, uh, like you. I mean, I think you know, point whatever difference just doesn't mean anything. But to some people, I guess it does. I think they were like, oh my god, you know, why does PGI keep doing this? They're horrible and blah, blah. It's like, guys. Oh no, 0.7 kph. This is going to screw up my entire game. The, yeah. the thing I have a difficulty with is whenever something is done across the board, I don't get the complaints because it happened to everybody. It's not like they're singling you out, but it always seems to me like the complaints are like, they're singling me out. I like speed and they knew that, so they reduced the speed. <laughs> yeah, but it happened yeah. to everybody. No, it's a bug, and it looks like uh, Paul um, has possibly already said it's a bug. They're looking into it. So, cool. Oh, cool. They're already... Phew. So, yeah, I know, right? Crisis well, he's just averted. lying, you know, because <laughs> they totally did it on purpose. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Moving on to community questions. Um, of course, disclaimer, we can't answer every question, and some of them that were asked were already answered in previous, recent previous, I should say, so we moved on from those. First question up is we have Voss, and he asks, any update? to if reticle shake to jump jets will occur and if so an ETA <laughs> so any update on reticle shake when you uh, initiate jump jets um, translation the idea mm -hmm. was someone brought up why don't you introduce you know some type of shaking mechanic when you hit jump jets uh, thus sort of 
negating the effects of like uh, jump sniping and stuff like that. Is has there been any talk about that? And yeah, so... we actually been talking about it for a long time since before the Highlander was even conceived of. Really, I think it'll probably something will be done eventually. I'd like to have a crosshair shake if not just screen, so that it actually throws your aim off, but I can't say what'll happen or not. I think it should go crazy. It's canonical as well, because in the books, when they use their jump jets, like, basically, you know, the pilots get slammed into their cockpit, and so there's obviously an immense amount of power Mm -hmm. going on, so I don't, the community wouldn't get upset, I don't think, except for maybe the Pop-Totters. I think not uh, only that, you also got the whole cannon side behind as well, where the Nero helmets are calculating your balance in the air, so probably harder to aim as well well i'm I'm not gonna go down that road what i'm what i'm gonna say is looking at from the game design perspective is it a problem currently with uh you know and we've already talked about this and if so is this uh being introduced to negate that and if that's the case cool and if it isn't a problem you know why screw with it so anyways that's up to you guys let us know what you guys think uh in the chat or even next week uh answer uh you know i guess the question is do you think pop tarting is an issue and do you think only introducing this is going to fix it it's a good question uh, right now i'm currently using jump jets to stabilize my shot and i feel like you know maybe i shouldn't be doing that interesting all right next question we have is anonymous he says is the right arm of the highlander 733c moving left and right without a lower arm actuator the intended functionality or are there plans to change in this future now i actually haven't seen this because i don't own this variant but uh do we have any confirmation on that um yes it, it doesn't actually have a arabic um actuator so it shouldn't be moving left or, right, or at least uh compared to other variants shouldn't okay. be moving left or right. now this actually comes back to something um yes i don't own this mac because i ran out of c bills and mc yesterday i bought all the other ones up but uh all right so this actually was interesting because we've we've talked about this we said what happens when a mech is introduced that has weapons on both arms but one arm has a lower arm actuator and the other doesn't are you gonna you know and case in point on this particular uh highlander i think srms are on the left arm so what's gonna happen are we gonna be able to still have that flexibility are they gonna have i don't know you know are you gonna be limited to moving your crosshair to the right only but yet you can still move to the left i mean garth do you have any uh words on that no official words <laughs> How about you the surprise us, words? sir do you want me to give me like my opinion what's your opinion on it sure what's your opinion do you even know the question i don't yeah i was just fucking with you <laughs> <laughs> well it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it because we we talked about this we talked about what happens in this scenario and we haven't had any explanation so garth can you look into that maybe make a note and yeah, give, give us an answer people. Okay, and that basically boils down to uh, you have lower arm actuator in the left arm, not in your right arm. What happens to it on screen? What kind of movement are you able to have with your arms? So, all right, we've got uh, next question. We have glass jaw and he says, I have a question about camo patterns. Much like paint, why isn't there an option to permanently unlock camo patterns for all mechs with a single purchase instead of by chassis basis? Now, here's my guess. It'll happen. Well, I mean, if they offer, I mean, there's people out there that have the money that would just say, hey, I'll pay you X amount just to unlock it. But it brings up the question from a marketing standpoint, um, if you can unlock that particular camo for all mechs and future mechs, isn't that an issue, though? Because they're going to be losing money. And I mean, I, it's one of those things, hey, this is pu- purely marketing, right? I mean, they're they're here to make money. It is what it is. It's purely cosmetic. 
And I feel like that probably won't happen um, just for the fact that if I can say I can buy it right now and I never have to worry about buying that particular camo pattern again, unless it's some like ridiculously high price, which I don't think is good anyway. Um, yeah, what do you guys feel like? Uh, I would rather, I'd re I like the system now a lot better than it was um, how it used to be. I think it all depends on the price. I usually tend to not purchase um, camo patterns at the moment just because what if I want to use them on a different mech? I don't want to limit it to that mech and what if I sell that mech in the future? So if I could have an option, even if it's like two, three, four times the price to unlock it on everything, I'd probably end up paying that. Yeah, but doesn't that, that means they're going to be losing money in the long run. I mean, Technically, yes. Oh, so it depends. If it's for, because they're always going to come out with more uh, camo patterns, which you would then have to pay for unlock as well. So if they set it high enough, the price, they could... You're saying there's a ratio which it becomes more effective. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that plus all the cosmetic stuff in the future, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure behind the scenes, the business model to have to look at it. Um, but uh, as of right now, though, as what I'm, uh, as of right now, I don't see yeah. a problem with the current one that's implemented. I'm just saying it would probably be at a certain point, you'd probably attain a few more sales for people who are on the edge. You enter one that would go for everyone. But then again, people who already purchase it would probably be angry, I guess would be the word. And for someone that doesn't know, by the way, if you're just now coming into Mecha Online, is it actually used to be when they first implemented. Now, by the way, they did totally refund MC to everyone. But what was happening is when you purchased a camo pattern, it was only for that mech itself. And so now, at least when you buy it, you get it for the entire chassis, which I like. It definitely adds to it. Uh, so, you know, I mean, you got to look at it this way. They're going to be constantly coming out with new camo patterns and then paint schemes, right? They've talked about it. So faction and stuff. Um, you may want to, I mean, some people have the money to purchase it all. But, I mean, it's not a necessity. It's not a you have to have it, you know. So it is what it is. But very good question. Next question is from Betty. And uh, the question is just a suggestion. Yeah, suggestion, discussion more than question. Thoughts about making heat affect jump jets in various stages, as in they have penalties. Now, jump jets, how they've always been, if they've caused heat. I mean, you're basically um, venting the plasma inside your fusion engine outwards, and thus you can see where this might create uh, some heat. Um, do you guys see a benefit in having heat? I think it would be a good thing to have back in. When I think if you I make it a, um, I think if you make it a staggering penalty, so it's not just. So for example, you know how light how about if have scaling? a. The longer you hold down the space bar, the more. I mean, like. You well, know, I mean, I mean, well, for hate, for. Here's how I see it. Uh, jump jets for light mechs are what 0.5 tons. Uh, they would probably over time create less heat than say two tons on the assault mechs. So you could have light mechs don't generate as much heat uh, when using jump jets because that's their intended role and stuff like that. I approve Whereas that. an assault mech would generate more heat the longer you hold it down. Well, I, I agree, but what I, what I look at is does that create some huge disparities? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, is this is the question is because uh, you you see jump snipers being heavy in assault mechs and you don't see any being medium and lights, and if that's the case. Uh, is this just be would that be introduced just affect just the heavies and assault not really um, so I mean if from a game design perspective if that helps a lights and mediums that's cool but do they need that much help I mean lights and mediums are pretty dangerous uh, as is so you, you want to 
basically yeah. it's being suggested that you, you make a smaller, a little bit of higher tier of a penalty for the heavy assault jump jetters or uh, pop tarts and stuff like that, but where you don't penalize the light pilot. And then you could uh, counter it with jump jet cool shots. Well, I, I, I just want to throw out there, put aside the pop tart things. This shouldn't be just to try to balance them out. What I'm saying is this is a should jump jets create heat. Have they in the past? Yes. Should they? I would have no problem if they did. I think it would be very, very normal. Um, makes you think it's a little bit more tactful aware. I mean, even if you're trying to jump jet and you're getting out of the way and you're pushing your weapon systems and you jump jet and you shut down, I mean, it's, it's again, it's it's one of those things. Um, yeah, so good question, uh, Betty. Next question we have is Laser Angel, and he asks uh, one, quick, one quick question. Etion missile fix or anything like that, Garth? I don't... Uh, that's the one Paul was talking about, right? Yes, I mean, you guys did the hot fix, and now we're just sort of waiting to see what the final... I mean, overall, we're talking all missiles, or are we just talking LRMs? Well, it was the damage to all of them because of the problem with different hitboxes and whatnot. The AOE the splash, too far. Yes. Uh, I would guess next patch should be in there, pretty sure. And fixing this will boost uh, missile damage? It'll probably be different depending on which missiles and whatnot. I think likely LRMs will go up, SRMs might go up slightly, that kind of thing. I don't. It's not going to be like before where you know you'd walk up the side of someone and just shear off the side of them. But yeah, it will be Aww. more than it was. Do you know if there's going to be anything like a speed bump? Huh? Speed bump? Yeah, like a change to the speed of the missiles, or? Oh, I'm not sure. I actually want. I personally want LRMs to go a lot faster, but it depends on what everyone else wants. Well, the way I look at it is, right now, when someone fires LRMs at you, and you have the ability to move to cover, it is, you have the time to do so. And with the reduced damage right now, uh, that makes them very, very ineffective. Now, on the flip side, if you were stupid enough to stay out in the open, and, uh, or maybe you reduce the flight time, and they hit you, and yes, they're not doing as much damage, but that flight time, they can get damage to you. I mean, right now, it's very lofty. I mean, even when the missiles are only like 300 meters in front of you, I mean, it's, they're not moving very fast, uh, you know. So anyways, I feel like uh, that I would have no problem with that uh, as long as they're literally not raining down on my cockpit from above at a 90 degree angle. You know, that's, you know, I agree horrendous. with something speed as life is saying, which is so I've noticed, you know, the, the overall damage of LRMs has gone down. People are using them less. People are using a lot of PPCs and ACs. Wonder why. But uh, anyway, I've been still using LRMs because I'm stubborn and I still want to use them regardless as if they're not as effective as usual. But what I've noticed is that they're still super um, effective at being a suppression weapon. No matter mm -hmm. what, even if uh, LRM damages down, people still get out of the way from them. So it totally works as a suppression weapon. Uh, yes, I can see that. But on the flip side, too, uh, it's about context. And if you can do just as much damage and if not more with all direct fire weapons and I think that's what a lot of people are saying is make it a viable choice to where you're like hmm that's a really tough choice Do we can we take a you know one or two you know LRM uh, capable mechs just for that uh, or well they're never going to be used because you, all maps right now you can get cover and we can just sort of snipe or you know get in close range to where they're really not effective so it, it's really tough that I think that's the uh it's a it's a it's a balancing act so well thank I, god for random battles where people still run out into the open <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go the majority of people all right next question we have is 
I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, Kiskeken? Yeah, because I would have known that. Uh, we have gone over three months without finding out what the next last before clans assault mech is. Any ETA when we'll find out what the last assault mech is? It'll be a mystery. Uh, no. The last mech before the clans? What do you mean Yeah, because we're still missing an assault mech to round well, everything Brandon out. still thinks it's the Banshee. It's a Banshee. I'm telling I'm you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna totally make a, a guess here. Well, it's actually sort of my wish list. I want to see a battle master. <laughs> I you know. I got a deal for you guys. We'll make a stock banshee. No other variants, just stock. Urban no. I'm gonna say uh, battle master. That's what I, I want to see. I agree with you as far as wanting to see it, Phil, but I think not. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. Russ has dropped amazing. a few hints on the Twitch events uh, a few times, saying like those are more plausible mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, well, Russ says a lot of things. I'm <laughs> just throwing that out there. What about the uh, Victor? I would like to see the Victor. Um, it would be, uh, it would be a unique thing because uh, what speed and firepower, AC twenty, medium lasers. Um, I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing the Mauler, but that thing's as wide as a dump truck. I don't want to see another awesome. I'd rather have the Victor <laughs> or Battlemaster. That's just me. So we don't know. Uh, next question. I told you you're getting a stock banshee. <laughs> Snake eyes. Uh, this question is: Would be more realistic and more like some of the mechware games if your core actually went critical when you die? Maybe also percentage or base damage, and did a little bit to damage around maybe in a, in a meter. Now I, I was gonna remove actually. this. I was gonna remove this uh, because um, it was actually lengthier, but I, I removed some of his question now. There's some confusion here. The stack pulling effect, uh, for those that played MechWare Living Legends, was ridiculous. Uh, but MechWare <laughs> 4 and some of the other ones, what happened is, uh, why I call it stack pull, is mechs actually don't explode in a nuclear fusion ball of flame and debris. Fusion blasts don't pull. explode. Yeah, and if you read up, if you read up um, on, T on the TROs on how or why, a lot of people confuse it. Um, because it looks like a, a um, sort of an explosion going on, but there's no nuke. There's no uh, explosion going on. There's no the fusion reactors are not capable of doing that. Yeah. No. So that unfortunately, people were introduced to that, and they, you know, mm. think they're, uh, you know, canon. And even with Michael A. Stackpole, he started sort of introducing <laughs> that's part of the Stackpole effect, but it really doesn't happen. Um, perfect he example. He also introduced orange peel armor. Yeah, I mean, imagine uh, Kai Al Liao when, you know, the Jade Falcons were coming, he, you know, ejected, set off the core and blah, 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 and it blew up the entire, you know, passage onto the Jade Falcons. That actually is not true. I mean, it. so it is what it is. It's true. No. I read it. Uh, no, I I don't want to see it. Uh, well, I read a lot of things bit. on the internet. In the book, it's can't. My home planet. Uh, my home potato. All right, next question is Monsoon. Uh, well, since launch date is being aimed at September 21st, I'd like to know where you got that information. And the end of the clan invasions wave is wave four is the end of October. At which point uh, at which point conflict throughout the inner sphere will come to a halt in a year? My question is, do you see a fast forward in your one to one timeline or full year? He got September 1st from Russ and from Brian, but they September just said September 21st, the uh, stumble at uh, GDC with the date. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. 
But that's the latest that it will be launched. Yeah, the latest. That's the, like, yeah. Well, I mean, right now, I think the question is if the, if the clans are going to be introduced at that time, and right now we're still in time frame with them in sync as far as a one-to-one ratio, you know, the majority of the engagements, some of the big, you know, uh, ones that we know of at Canon will be over. So are they going to, you know, sort of back up? And I think they've actually stated that they have no problem with redoing that, uh, that, you know, hey, they'll just... Uh, take the timeline back and stuff or you know uh reverse or fast forward or anything like that they're just gonna jj abrams it it's all right (laughs) they're not lots lots of we'll be all over the place they're they're not mutant they're from space um books i don't know um what do you guys feel i mean is this a big i mean this is literally all they have to do is be like okay well instead of us being on a one-to-one timeline let's just uh Let's just say, hey, we're at the beginning of, you know, the client invasion, you know. Hmm. Well, they can even just change this. Instead of just missing everything, let's make the game fun. Uh, Let's see, what do I want to do? Let's make the game fun. Well, I think uh, one thing to consider is at that time frame, the clans would already be well established uh, as far as planetary control. So from a game design perspective, that would be really nice. You don't have to deal with like, you know, players choosing which planets to attack coming in. And I mean... From from a game design perspective, if you set that time frame to where the client's already established, they already have a you know a foothold, and they're already pushed in, and then they get halted, it makes from a good perspective. I, I can understand that, um, but uh, you, could, you could still have the one for one time. Um, just roll roll back to a certain period of date, and then just say from this period, because it doesn't have to be like April twenty first is April twenty first. You could make April twenty first, October twenty seventh, but then one whole day would still be one whole day. Well, you know, and I, I want to rewrite history. I think that would be really cool. Why not? I mean, uh, get us to a certain point and then let the community take over. I mean, I can uh, totally I, agree. I can understand that uh, core worlds and stuff. Won't... Yeah, well, I can understand core worlds can't be taken over. Totally understand that perspective because, but why not? I mean, it's a player. It doesn't have to go right along with the novels. And, you know, if someone takes over everything, you just reset. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where. <laughs> you're a Davian, but now you're all yeah. dead. So pick another faction. <laughs> yeah, everyone's dead. Can't so. I take Huntress if I want? Yeah, I know, right? But good question. Uh, more on that, I guess, as Community Warfare, Warfare rolls out and we find out a little bit more details um, on how that works because I'm personally interested in it because i want to know and i'm sure most of you guys do out there as well next question we have is omega ranger and he says i am curious to how seriously pgi has considered the addition of hardpoint sizes and if it is at all possible could they implement something potentially so significant at this point in development and by hardpoint sizes i mean per hardpoint critical slot limitations something like mechware 4. we've talked about this um, my personal opinion, I don't think it'll happen. That's a gigantic changer. That means basically every single mech someone has has changed. It, it would that's that's a core design feature. We talked about how MechWare 4 did the hardpoint sizes instead of critical slots uh, and locations, whereas MechWare Online is doing critical slots. Now, with that being said, they're doing hardpoint locations. Um, I don't see this being introduced at all, and then I. I'm sure they probably looked at this at the very beginning when they were doing the game design documentation and stuff like that. But this is, for those that don't know, this would be totally, literally game. I mean, changing as far as everything. I mean, it's a fundamental change, and yeah. yeah, I mean, I think at this point it's not going to happen, and I don't think the system needs a fix right now. No, and if anything, I understand why MechWarrior 4 did that compared to three and two. 
and looking back at it, I appreciate it a little bit more. At the time, I did not like it. Um, yes, I got used to it just like all of you did, but I like MechWare Online system. It's more based on critical slots. Like for those that don't remember, MechWare 4, um, no crit slots. So all you had to do is you had this uh, ticker for heat sinks, equipment, all, all it did was take up uh, uh, tonnage. It didn't take up slots. I mean, there was, there was so much they changed. Now, I understand why they did it, but I prefer MechWare Online's over MechWare 4, just hands down. I mean, uh, BB, do you, do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot more flexible as well. Can play around. Garth, any comments on that? I, I honestly, originally, I kind of thought it'd be a cool idea, but the more I looked at it, I was like, so basically, there is a certain point at which mechs just have to use basically what's in there already, and I just found that kind of lame. I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, well, how could I customize this? I really couldn't, because it would be too limiting, in my opinion. I'd rather people have choice and sort of let them have kind of weird things like a machine gun that becomes a ghost rifle or something. So I would rather that. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, from the design perspective, remember, whatever you introduce has to work across the board. Um, and you guys remember MechWare 4, uh, their loadouts and stuff changed. And, you know, it was, it was tough. Um, but good question. Kalis asks, is there any plans ever to have radar, perhaps a module, and if so, will it be implemented instead of like a line of sight system, C3 uh, share and stuff like that? Are you guys uh, going to be introducing um, C3? Do you know, Garth? I know we will at some point. I'm not sure what form it will take. Well, Probably what I'm... a really OP form, right, guys? Well, what I'm, what I'm looking at is currently, right now, um, you guys are doing line of sight, and right now it's sort of like C3. C3 is to where you could literally be out of my, you know, 700 meters or 1,000 meter radar and I can pull it up and I can see your radar and see enemies and stuff. But it's pretty much already like that. So what I'm wondering is, are they going to expand that? And if so, that's cool. Um, so when they introduce, it should be another functionality to where, like right now you've got Lance Command up in the top left, um, which already giving you detailed information. Maybe C3 gives you more detailed information to where when you pull up on radar, you can see enemies. I don't know, you know, I don't know. Maybe multiple damage, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you pull it up and instead of just showing one mech that's locked on, you can see all the mechs and their details and stuff like that. So, hmm, I don't know. We, we've talked about that. I mean, right now, C3, as far as, like, the tabletop, is pretty much implemented right now already. So, yeah. I don't know. More on that. That's a good question, Kalis, because we've talked about it. I'm actually inter interested. So, all right. Ashton asks, does PGI have any plans or ideas for content they want after Community war Warfare rolls out since they mentioned clan anything? What? People spell mentioned clan anything? Really? Will come six months after launch? Obviously, you can't talk about what's going to be coming after CW, can you, Garth? I mean, you, I'm assuming... <laughs> talk no, to I mean, us, Garth. Like, what kind of question is it? Hey, can you guys tell me what your future plans are before you even talk about the, the, the plans they introduce them? So, Garth, do you I, know I wish I could. Do you know anything interesting that's been thrown up on the idea board that it would be something way out there? So you're not, you're not committing to anything that's going to be in the game, but just something weird that you've seen tossed around as an mm. idea. Something way Paul? out there. I don't know. That, um, give me a minute. Talk about something else for a minute. I, I, I'll try and think of something. <laughs> Just trying to get this guy's question All right, Ferrix, in some way. Um, Ferrix asks, NGNG not available on iTunes anymore, referring to NGNG number 68. 
All right, let me give you a quick update. We actually just switched over from the our podcast player currently to a new one based on SoundCloud. There's a few reasons for this. One, it uh, it's better. Two, it's better. Three, it's better. Um, basically, what what we did is we looked at how to improve functionality on our site. One, the files aren't on our web server anymore, so they're based on SoundCloud, which is always going to be up. Uh, two, the podcast player um, is it's built in so it's really nice having a set and you guys can view all of them and stuff like that uh so basically it's better all around and we've already taken out the old podcast player put in the new one and backtracked all of the current podcasts it's actually um uh, implemented in our current our new website and our current one so uh what we might have to do is we might have to uh manually upload to itunes we're actually looking at implementing that but for right now just you can go to SoundCloud directly, listen to the um, plug-in version uh, at our website or we are, we post uh, it. Yeah, to specifically answer the question, we are absolutely not going to ignore iTunes. We will get them all up on there. We're just working to uh, change a few things and, and they'll be up there. All right, we're going to move on to community questions um, from the live studio audience. So go ahead, X up, and uh, Boo will pick at random. Boo! And, for those that don't know, basically right now, you can X up and you can be asked to uh, unmute and mm -hmm. uh, ask a question. So, all right, Boo, who's going to be the first one? All right, we've got uh, Argyle Fargal. Argyle Fargal, dude. I was going for some fancy. What's going <laughs> on, Argyle? Hi, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody here at NGNG. I think Goldcast is an invaluable link between PGA and the community. So thanks for all your work. Ah, thank you, sir. I see that pun. Question is that in recent months we've seen a change in the metagame to long-range weapons dominating the battlefield. I was wondering what PGI's plans are to bring short-range combat back into line with the long-range weaponry. That's more of a Paul question. I do know that a lot of the maps coming up are more centered around some long but a lot of close range stuff like in canyon they hate when i'm in my cicada because i'm constantly behind them because there are so many little tiny paths around things um, that it's hard that? to get a good firing line going the new canyon so there map. is a firing mm -hmm. line that occurs every match same basic area and the thing that also happens every match is all the lights and light mediums go behind these guys and shoot them in the back so i think it will be a combination of that and probably weapon balance changes and so on so well it'll it's be interesting. a coordinated effort I mean, uh, you know, um, we've had a few people mention, oh, you know, like close range brawling is dead and blah, blah, blah. I and don't know that I would say that. I'm, I'm totally like, I don't know. Maybe I am so low elo that I, I just don't know what I'm talking about. But from my perspective, every single game we do in Twitch, there's always brawls. I mean, there's always a chance. But you can, you can set the distance between you and your enemies if you do it right. I mean, we've shown it on Alpine and some of the bigger maps. If you set up, you can... You know, I, I find that it just takes patience. You have to sit kind of in the background and waiting for somebody to wander too far close to your line or whatever. Then you can charge out and hit them. But for the most part, I do agree that I'm seeing more sniper I mean, uh, action lately. Before, it used to nothing just be just brawling. I mean, a mm -hmm. lot of people were complaining about that. So now that, you know, the pendulum PCs, swings. Yeah, now that things are starting to even out, I don't think it's a problem because. Like, I mean, obviously, uh, Argyl, you actually, you do bring up a point that now that we're starting to see these long range maps, some changes might have to happen to the weapons themselves, right? Because maybe uh, they're being used too often or abused or something like that. Or maybe they're just a little bit too OP or 
not OP and they just need to be brought up. So. Wasn't it like last week the PPC was total garbage? Am I just like seriously way mm -hmm. further in the future than I thought? I remember like <laughs> small lasers are OP, PPC is crap, everybody's yeah. in a gauss cat. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> when see, were small lasers OP? <laughs> well, one thing I do want to say. Early uh, um, closed. For this, this question oh, is yeah. actually that don't make changes based on opinions. I want changes based on data. So if they're being used and abused and stuff like that, and the data is showing that, then awesome, let's make changes. But it's it's just like a Highlander. Everybody's using it. Now PPCs and every, you know, long range weapons are finally, you know, being so, if that's the point, what's it gonna be like in a month? Is everyone going back to the new, and you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's that's just how it is, right? Common trait. Would we expect them not to use data? Well, I'm just saying, sometimes, uh, you know, game developers do jump the gun and make changes. I'm not saying PGI is. I'm just saying we've seen it with other He'd games. He'd never say that. Not no. about Paul, especially. <laughs> All right. Next question. Appreciate that, Argo. Thank you. Boo, who do we got? Uh, on. Onim. On. Yes. That, well, it's correct enough. What's going on, man? Um, I'm just kind of interested in the the balancing of the, the sides in the match. I've noticed a lot recently, and I'm very happy to see the, the zero balance, um, zero difference come back in, where we've got you know a mech on each side of the same class. I was wondering, though, if there's any plans to introduce like a weight limit on drops. Not currently. Um, I think it's being discussed as a possibility for AP8. Again, when I say possibility, I'm like, let's try it, and then it either works or it does not. Um, I know we're not doing battle value, in case anyone wants to ask that, so that's not going to happen. Um, but I, the only thing that I personally have been saying, I, my issue with weight is, is um, it only works if you do it by each weight bracket, because if you do it as a whole, certain mechs are just not as good as other ones in terms of the weight. doesn't pan out as well, so I don't know. It just To me, it's a logistical nightmare, but I do understand why people want that. That's one of the things that I love about the tournaments. Um, you know, oftentimes they do the weight limits, and what I see is it forces people... Am I going in and out? Nope, you're good. No, no it's okay. fine. Uh, it forces people to be creative, and also it brings certain mechs forward that might not have been used otherwise in something that was open-ending, like, you know, uh, to, just to try and get the, the perfect maximization of what mechs they have available. So I like the idea, but I see that it would be logistically difficult. Yeah, tonnage, um, maybe even based on a sea bills. It's always about context, right? You know, we've talked about that uh, a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, light max. Why would you take anything else than a Raven TL and blah, I blah, have blah. this weird thing deep down where I love the idea of being forced to use a mech, whether it's my favorite mech or not. You know, like we talked about that from the very beginning of this podcast. You into that kind of thing? Yes, and leather masks. Oh, <laughs> very, very good question. Uh, appreciate that one. All right, Garth, or, uh, not Garth. Whoever. Boo. Who's up? Who, who's up next? Boo. We've got We Ogre. What's up, We? we. It's actually World War II, but I just call him We Ogre. No, it's, it's We. Easy. I got we, we. the podcast, and uh, hey, it's awesome. Um, thank you for showing the BTU stuff. Couple quick questions. What I saw looked like a side scroller. Are there plans to make it multiplayer or multi people in one lance? And are the maps going to be open or just going down canyons? Hold on, are you are you asking me a question? Yeah. Yes. Wow. BTU. Is, I know. Um, okay, so it's actually not a side scroller. Um, we we originally the top were down looking, shooter. 
Yeah, yeah. we were actually looking at um, the original camera system was locked, so um, it, we had some issues though from the game design perspective. If some someone or something was below you, you have a um, uh, you have a longer view on the top of your screen because of the camera angle. So if someone was below you, they technically have an advantage and there's really no way to maneuver. So what we did is we looked at a camera system that follows the torso and or the legs. Um, so you can actually move around and it, it actually changed everything on how we did it. As far as maps and multiplayer, um, maps are going to be pretty gigantic. Uh, Unity is pretty flexible when it comes to that. As far as multiplayer, uh, we'd love to, um, and some of our designs will be talking about that uh, down the road. But uh, right now, there's no plans because there's only like three of us. So this is this is going to be a project that takes a long time. So, but it is a arcade sort of shooter. Um, but there will be a lot of little simula simulation stuff um, that you guys will like. So, how much did he pay you for that question, Ogre? <laughs> Nothing. But that how is much what is he I going was to? Open Mech where tactics was going to be. A homage what? to uh, Mech Commander. There's room well, for all of it. Well, you, you got to look at um, that's a, it's a different type of game. Like Tactics is a you know just turn based. It's sort of like uh, the tabletop meets Mega Mech meets sort of a, a, a you know collection card you know collection sort of game. <laughs> Whereas our games, uh, it's real time. It's going on right at the the moment. So we got a lot it's of happening cool stuff. right now. Yeah, right now. That demo, by the way, is not a, a, a great representation of the overall game, but uh, a lot of people were surprised about the detail. Um, I think you guys would be quite blown away about the detail. That's, as Rudy and I have talked about it, that's actually like bare minimum uh, that we have. So a lot of plans. It, to come. it goes to the molecular level. <laughs> one, last, one last comment. If you guys need testers, you should put something up on NGNG, NDAs we'll, and whatnot. By, uh, actually, we'll be posting um, live playable versions builds for you guys at our blog. So you actually it via the Unity player, so you'll be able to go and you'll be able to play the builds uh, directly. So Sweet. I think it's vaporware. Yep, oh, yeah, it is. Sweet, thanks. All right, next question, Boo. We've got uh, Rails Front Runner. Evening, folks. How's everybody? Doing all right. Good. Hello. I actually have a question for Bombadil. Uh, I'm a new player myself, and uh, I would like to see a tutorial video on how to use these Lance command functions. You know what? I am sure that is in the immediate pipeline for me, and I agree. Um, I haven't been seeing them used a lot. Sometimes I'll drop with friends and we'll use them uh, just to see how it works and so forth. Uh, have you seen them being used? I've been trying to figure them out, but no, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I guess the default is you to talk in Lance Command, but uh, as far as going to the, the map and doing more in-depth stuff, I will definitely uh, look into it and make sure that it's, you know, uh, one of the next tutorials I do, because I agree. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, sir. All right, guys, that's it for questions. We had a lot of community questions, so we actually have to move on, but uh, more next week. Sorry about that if you didn't get your question, and make sure to hit up the community questions, get your answer in before time, or question uh, before time, so let's go ahead and move on. We've got MechWare Online. We've actually got a few things. We've got an update to the Canyon map work in progress. Uh, if we can get that link posted up, it's a picture uh, update for you guys. Really, really cool. A lot of people were really excited about this map. They were saying it's more MechWarrior and stuff like that. I don't really understand that saying, yeah, but. To, I know, I agree because MechWarrior is everything. Um, <laughs> every kind of environment you can think of. I think it's the whole canyon thing. Is it, think about to like uh, MechWarrior 2 and stuff like that, the intro video with the canyon, the pillars and everything like I that. I think back then 
canyons were like the easiest graphics to do or uh, something, you know, <laughs> the desert yeah. is easiest because there's not a bunch of shit yet to put on the map. So that's why maybe people got used to deserts and canyons mm. being a mech oh, warrior thing. I think it's a big callback well, to a lot of people that definitely played mech warrior too, just to see the plateaus and the valleys and the, the cliffs. Well, I, I understand that. Sky, but. but to say it's more mech warrior, like big chunk says, uh, the plateaus and valleys, you have multi multiple levels on the maps currently. I mean, that like, uh, I don't know. Again, I'm excited for the map. I just don't understand. Like, oh well, that's more MechWarrior than. I kind I don't of understand, know. but anyway, I think it's a beautiful map, and I cannot wait to get on it. I've heard it's not as big as the uh, last two maps. Nope. It's more like the size of uh, uh, Caustic Valley. Yeah, it's and Caustic, but it's just paths everywhere. All right, so we've got matchmaking phase four. Um, there was a talk about this now also with this patch yesterday came in the elo changes and then what's going to happen is the matchmaking changes are supposed to roll tomorrow if not uh you know the 19th or something like that so basically what the matchmaking is going to do is they take the elo changes then they're introducing the matchmaking to where you know it'll be a lot closer you won't see some crazy like you're outweighed 400 tons and stuff like that Eight which atlases versus uh, uh, yeah thank god uh they're implementing that because it is an issue like you know weight and pilot skill yes sometimes you can you know get past that but uh for everyone out there in random you know matches making sure you're on at least even terms uh would be nice at least is that change still scheduled for thursday garth sorry i missed that part i was reading the link <laughs> the uh the changes for matchmaking that you guys originally said the 18th possibly 19th is that still going out tomorrow I'm actually not sure. Let me bug Paul about that. All right. See you All right. In 10 minutes. <laughs> Obviously, the n next thing we have up is the Highlander, the 732, 733C, and the 733P, all of which I own except the 733C because Phil ran out of money. I should have I should have known better, better. So, yeah. I love them. What do you guys think? I love the, the uh, physical changes. We already talked about that with the Hero Battle Mech itself. A yes across the board. You guys it's not approve? canon. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think, Darren? Uh, Brennan, are you guys liking them, enjoying them? No, yes. What? I'm not I playing them, but it's cool seeing them out there. I I personally bought the uh, 732 and the 733P, and so far I've been liking using the 733P, even though it's not the most common one on the battlefield. But just having, I like using laser type weapons so that's my hmm. jump to mech now I'm gonna see some really popular. can i can i ask you guys a question because i saw this on the forums no so someone was basically saying that the highlanders are the first implementation of pay to win because the heavy metal is five better jump jets. is Did better than all one? the others Okay, but so they're um, saying that because of the five jump jets rather than four, or for some well, other they're, reason? Well, they're saying, yeah, they, I, and I'm just bringing this up because uh, I know a lot of you guys don't think so, but... Um, heat sinks for their first implementation. Well, right one, someone could argue <laughs> you can throw three ERPPCs and a Gauss rifle on one of the mm. ones just implemented. You can't do that with the uh, hero. I was going to say, yeah, they have it, it, it has its strength, but does it have its weaknesses? No, does it have no. Its, negative no, that's that's why i was asking you guys exactly. i don't think it's uh better but uh i think i would look, I, think, that. I think the problem with some of the highlanders actually is that they're all too close to being the same i mean the only one that really stands out differently is the the p because it doesn't have a ballistic pair point but everything else is about i mean the mm -hmm. c can mount a uh, ac20 but 
LRM yeah. 20 and the SRM 6 on all of them except that one, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I just figured I'd ask you because I saw that form. So, oh my God, I just paid to win and blah, blah. I was like, really? Like, oh, you guys are funny. Mm -hmm. uh, patch notes, obviously. Um, we've also got the Dragon, the Champion, the 5N. What do you guys think about that? I was expecting a lower price point. We're, I mean, I, I guess maybe I read it sort of wrong. I thought this was sort of like a, possibly a lower end MC price uh, for something to give you a little bit of a bonus. I uh, definitely read it wrong because I thought that there was going to be a C bill variant. No, no, it was only an XP, and I, I think that if they instead of having the five percent XP, they gave it's a five percent C bill. I think you probably 10. do sales more. Uh, second, um, kind of, I was kind of hoping for a custom skin. Not gonna lie. Uh. So we got a lot of people saying um, it's just an XP boost. It's the worst dragon variant. Um, so yeah, I mean, if it doesn't release. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I don't I'd say use dragons. Pers personally, I'd say just buy the regular 5N with C bills and equip it just like the, the C. Yeah, and you're not spending the 2500 MC doing it. Yeah. I mean, how many yeah. real world I mean, dollars is it? Um, so someone says, I have all the dragons, um, but I'm just not interested in this one. So maybe if they make it like you said, if, if they do what? Give it a small like five percent like this change the uh change the xp bonus to a c bill bonus and maybe give a special custom skin to it yeah okay mm, let's see awesome all right uh we've got three new statues obviously the raven stalker commando uh new fractal camo which i checked out it basically looks like a whole bunch of like glass shards um, looked really cool um because i had spent all my mc um i'll have to get some more mc uh, to get those. Uh, we've also got uh, Host Rewind Phase 2 Ballistics. And for those out there that did not know, PPCs fall under the ballistics. Um, it's anything with travel time minus missiles. So now that going in has changed a lot of things. I, I was reading over at C Reddit. Someone was like, man, you know, I'm a light pilot. And I'm just getting my ass handed to me. And a lot of people were there was a little bit of QQ mm -hmm. going on uh, just because they're like, oh my god, I'm not kicking ass anymore in my uh, now they're saying PPCs are OP and stuff like that. Um, what do you guys feel? Uh, do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you? I, I've actually noticed a few things. Um, I've noticed ballistics hitting and not registering still. Uh, I have noticed that a few times. I've noticed PPCs doing the uh, same thing every now and then as well. I was in a match earlier today where I got right up behind an Atlas and blasted it with two PPCs and the armor did not move an inch. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. I hit, I get the sound, get the reticle and everything, and nothing. Um, but it wasn't every single time, so I think there's still some work. Uh, Garth, do you have any anything on that? Um, yeah, it's this isn't the full rewind. The rewind for the lasers was one step because it was a lot easier because they just hit. Uh, it'll take longer with this, and that's why the missiles are also delayed because they have multiple stages and whatnot. So it's not complete. It's at least partially there, though. Okay. Well, there you go. But it is five o'clock or your time, Garth. So you do have to get home. I'm out. Appreciate, appreciate you coming. We'll we'll see, see you, you tomorrow Garth. morning. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, bright and early. Have a good night. Thanks for coming you too. out, man. Good one, guys. Later, man. Oh, there's just one more thing I wanted to talk about the uh, rewind. I've noticed a lot more uh, ravens back mounting the uh, Gauss rifle and the PPCs. <laughs> yeah, I saw AC20 ravens. Yeah. Around. Which you I know, think is funny, because they die I so quick. Don't think the change is as dramatic as some people say it is. It's really not. 
I yeah, I mean my overall on this is I don't give a shit. I mean I'm I'm riding through each wave of this is OP, this is needs to be well, nerfed look at it it wave like after wave and I'm just having fun through all of it. Look I don't at care. It, look at it like this, Darren, is okay, so the game isn't fully featured yet. They're still implementing the systems to correct hit detection and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, when all these systems are in and everything is registering correctly, they're going to have to make changes to weapons. I mean, that's just, it's a given. It's a known. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. they're going to have to do that. Everything to me is in constant change. I don't ever look at anything as being set in stone, so it doesn't get me upset when something's a little off. I know it's going to change the next week or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure, Ar I know uh, Zomboid Armed <laughs> says those guys in Australia are at least able to hit now, which hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Poor Australia. And I'm able to hit you, so that's even better, so, right? Yeah, I um, mean, the good thing is I no longer get the occasional five-second delay before yes. I, my rifle someone actually was, fires. Someone was asking me about that. They were like, hey, Phil, do you do you think that the AC2 is firing faster? And I was like, I think it's because there's no delay. And yeah. Russ was like, yeah, that's probably why. I did feel it was firing faster, but I was like, that's because there's no delay. So, anyways. Um... More on that as they come, and obviously it's not 100% perfect right now, and you can see where ballistics traveling compared to la lasers is probably a lot more difficult behind the scenes. Speaking real quick of AC-2s, and this is off topic, which mech is it that can do six AC-2s? Is that the Jaeger, Jaeger mech? mech? Yeah. Okay, is that a difficult uh, fitting to run? Is Does it overheat? Um, <laughs> you're not, you'll overheat, you're not going fast, and you run out of ammo. But it must be insane if somebody's using it right. Oh, you, you remember the first day I was in uh, one, or I wasn't in that one, but dude, it was just like, da 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 little bumpy. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. But it's making all of the right sounds. Oh, right. it's great. Like even if it just died in fire, if someone was like on my flank the entire time firing that at enemies, <laughs> I would get a totally kick out of it. Just just hear the daca just going, just da 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 da. Oh, it's great. All right, so we also have Lance Info and Mechanics are out. I love it, I love it, I love it. And I think I just need to play more. I was actually watching some of our NGNG TV streamers earlier and just, I was using it more. I was looking in the top left, seeing how their friendlies were doing, mm -hmm. and I like it. And I almost feel, and this is just a suggestion, I almost feel when you hit B to check out the map view, that right there on the info on the left side where you can see your, your lance and the, your friendly lance i feel like that information right there should be available too. their percentage of health and the uh, map location now that being said that might be a feature they want to implement for like c3 though so maybe. it may be one of those things where hey you want all the information on your friendlies maybe you're a unit leader and your commander and you can just pull that up or something like that where you can literally be on the the battle grid and get all that information directly to you so I just want to say right now, the Lance info and mechanic is by far probably the highlight of this patch. Yeah. And I don't know how just... many I don't mean how many times I've used it earlier today. Um, just upper left hand corner, just take a quick glance and I'll be like, hey, blah blah blah, Aces guy, uh, pull back. You're at like fifty percent health, and like, oh man, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you're doing too good. Yeah, I'm exactly. So we're able to coordinate a lot better and more information. I love it. And just for the fact that say you are playing by yourself you drop and you're playing with some pubs and you realize uh that they're taking some damage all you have to do is look at their location and go help them out or something like that i mean so it's it's definitely a step in the right direction i love it i don't know what you guys but i'm noticing that the lances even like in the pub matches they're starting to move together Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you got to look at it this way. As the general population plays MechWarrior online more and more and for longer times, your general guy will be better and better. 
Uh, same thing happened in like World of Tanks when I used to play. Um, you know, people understood strategies, understood not to rush out and stuff like that. I mean, it, people will get better and better. All right. Uh, another thing I just want to point out with the Lance thing too is I, I've seen that they're moving with their Lance. They may not even be talking with them. They may not be chatting with them, but they move with them because of the color coordination. I thought that was interesting. Some of that is pre-mades, obviously, but some of it is. Some of them, yeah. He's green, I'm green, I must follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's my buddy. All right. Uh, we've already talked about the wa uh, wax. Weight the wax? matching. Yeah, the wax. Weight matchmaking tune. Obviously, that's supposed to come out tomorrow, but we don't know. Um, so hopefully they do that. But command share, dev stalker stuff. We've got Brian Ekman tweeting, random thought. Should I twitch some insider looks at our upcoming maps? Yes, yes. Brian, you should. And uh, Absolutely, maybe I'll, yes. Is that even a question? Maybe I'll bug him about that because uh, I'd love to, to, to do some twitch stuff uh, back and forth. And I don't know, maybe we can get uh, some stuff moving on that. But I, uh, I think everyone with a Twitter account should reply yes to that. Just spam. Well, here's my question. I've, I've seen a lot of developers of other games be very, very active in their game design and using Twitch, like sitting down like, hey, this is our office. This is, you know, Paul, this is Garth. And uh, today's, you know, um, bug patch, you know, they just basically do like a, um, hey, today's uh, patch notes and they go through the list. But you actually get to see the faces. Would you hmm. guys like that? I mean, that would be cool. I feel like more connected when you actually yeah, get yeah. to see the devs. It's like, oh. It's not just this wall of text, you know, like me, the median. I'd like to see that. Uh, a little bit more personal. Yeah, you know. All right. Obviously, uh, I'll just try to get more on that as, as it goes, and I'll ask Brian about that. But next up is Matthew Craig, and he talks about the uh, bug update. Bug update uh, on this. It's a quick read. It just basically talks... Um, I think actually I read this yesterday. Let me just pull it up really quick just to, so I don't talk out my ass here. Uh, disconnect mid game. They were talking about that. The HUD corruption on how much of a pain in that is just to track down. I still think they need to implement some type of like built in uh, system of reporting bugs or crashes or something like that. I would love a button. You know, I mean, you crash. I feel like you should be able to report something. Um, yeah, like maybe like at the escape screen, you know, you got your quit match, disconnect, whatever. There should be like a big giant red button. You have a bug. You should report this now, and it takes you yeah. straight to. No, or I'm even not sure in the the is. menu of the mech lab or something like that, like yeah. some place where I, I think you should have it in two spots: menu of the mech lab and at least in the escape screen in game. Yeah, it's like I was playing the uh, Neverwinter beta recently, and there's a big giant bug icon up in the left corner of the screen. That positioning doesn't really work for MechWarrior Online, but you know, if we had something like that, it would be amazing. Yeah. Alright guys, that's it for MechWarrior Online. We're moving on to MechWarrior Tactics. Obviously, we still got the Founders Program going on. Um, make sure to go over there and help support that. Uh, for the, like, the lowest one is like 20 bucks. You get a ton of stuff for it. Um, and also you get access to the closed beta. So you can hop over there and uh, support that project. Now with that, they just posted up the RU up to the challenge update for MechWarrior 1, and the name is Sheldon Harker. Now, this is actually really cool for those that don't know. It was a um, it was a competition behind the scenes, and apparently this is actually someone out there, a community member. So I actually thought that was really cool. 
All right, Battletech, the board game. We've got Catalyst Game Sponsorship, and I told you guys May 1st we're kicking that off. So look towards May 1st. We're almost there. And for those that don't know, we've got 52 items of Battletech uh, item. Well, Battletech stuff. We've got introductory box sets. We've got map packs. We have got TROs to give away. Um, two uh, 25 years of art. Um, amazing stuff. I wish... Wish there was None of which I'm eligible for. Oh, yeah, I would have definitely kept one of those. But uh, we've got 52 items, so for 52 weeks, we'll be giving out an item uh, Battle a tech week. goodness. Hmm. Jealous. All right, guys, no giveaway this week. We just finished giving away the last model kit. Actually, I, I have one more. But uh, no giveaway this week. We will be kicking that giveaway off next week. And I'll be getting rid of the last model kit I have. Thank you again to Mike. You know who you are for donating those. And by the way, I just want to say, if you have any Battletech Mech Warrior items, maybe uh, model kits, posters, uh, anything related, and they're sitting around collecting and dust. And you want to donate them to Bombadil. Oh, no. <laughs> if you'd yeah, like to donate them. Left leg of the Marauder. Yeah, if you'd like to donate those, make sure to contact me, Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. The reason I bring that up is someone actually recently did, and it's uh, it's going to be awesome. So when they ship me that, I'll look at what items they do, and I'll give those away. And so if you have that kind of stuff, um, yeah, Battletech cards, anything like that, and uh, they will go to a good home. So make sure to uh, to do that. That's but what I we're just, here for, to find this, Battletech and MechWare things a good home. Yeah, I just want to say thank you again for those that are purchasing shirts. Uh, quick shout out to Stefan in Norway. Just purchased two shirts. Appreciate that. We'll get those out in the mail for you tomorrow. And I just want to say for those that uh, are out there, hey, make sure to head over to Facebook. We've got 3,309 likes before the podcast. It's a great way for us to get you feedback. And it's surprising the amount of people that don't follow us on uh, Facebook. I post up a lot of content on there that I don't post up on the current website. It's a, it's a great way I post mech porn all the time to support the uh, the addicts and myself out there. And Actually, speaking of t-shirts, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll, I've posted them for myself, but you know the, the <clears throat> repercussion is you get them too, so. And also speaking of t-shirts, you also post the members' pictures of them in their t-shirts when they send them in, so that's a good place yes. to uh, see your fellow NGNG listeners. Yes, and we'll be doing like a montage, collage sort of thing down the road. I'm going to ask uh, Chris, our graphic uh, designer, to do that in the future when we get a few more pictures. So, hey, if you got a T-shirt, go out there, get a t uh, picture, send it to us, send it to me, Sean Ling at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net, and we'll get that up. But, yeah, head over, by the way, to our website currently. We have a – you guys get to vote for the next NGNG T-shirt design. And we've got four. So what we basically did is we took the original artwork and turned them into graphic tee designs. These t-shirts will be $20, just like the current ones. So they will be cheaper. They're not going to be $30. So it'll be um, you know less expensive for you guys. Ooh, Dagger, I love you. Yes, please. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the Marauder or the Warhammer, but oh, I, I would so love armor. to get an Archer shirt. Archer would be amazing. Do not vote Marauder. I already Marauder. have one of those. Marauder, yeah, but not in this style. This thing's like nobody badass. has an archer shirt yet. Yeah, I know. We need to get those out. It is pretty badass. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to, you can follow this link to vote right now. Currently, in the lead is 37 for the Warhammer, 29 for the Marauder, See? 18 for the Archer, and 10 for the Rifleman. Now, what's going to happen is 
the first one, the winner of this will be printed first. And again, we do need donations. So if you have the ability uh, up top, there's a tip jar, just mouse over one-time contribution at the bottom. Hey, five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you can help contribute. Cause you know, it does take some money to get these off the, uh, to the screen printer because we sort of dumped our money into the, uh, the coffee mug. So, Hey, help us out if you can, but vote right now. And uh, yeah, also, most likely all four will eventually get printed so even if we did the archer right now yes get in there and vote for the archer we'll still do the other ones so even more yeah. reason to vote for the archer now yeah so whatever uh wins they'll go in the, the order they uh came in but anyways hey make sure to head over to obviously the youtube channel um right now uh, with us set up on soundcloud you can go over there um if you haven't set up soundcloud uh it's a great way to just uh um be able to listen to music um i think what's happening right now is uh brandon you were saying that comments can be made so you guys can go in there and make comments to like hey this is when mecca the week goes and stuff like that which is gonna be great because we don't really have to do that we can leave it up to you guys to <laughs> go in there oh no i mean that's cool because we're being lazy to... you heard it from phil we're lazy yeah you know it's a it's a lot of work so also definitely go in and highlight interesting facts that you hear uh, I'm really looking. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the soundcloud. Oh, just for the fact that it's it's so I can nice. So see that being used against us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Who's ready? All right, and also, obviously we still have our Twitch channel, NGNG TV. Head over there, and of course you can follow us on Twitter, No Guts No Galaxy. And I just want to say thank you to our community, our staff members, everyone behind this uh, just amazing community that is NGNG. This and beast. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see where we are moving to. I'm really looking forward to you guys seeing the the new website, the integrated forums and stuff like that. It's it's just it's it's great. I spent uh, literally all last night uploading 5.8 gigs worth of podcasts last night. I had to upload them to SoundCloud, uh, organize them. Then I went to our new forums and I made all the back posts, comic strips. So I was doing a lot of work last night. So I was up to like five in the morning. Those podcasts add up to 95 hours of audio. Yes, that's a lot of me talking. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. I also want to say stay tuned for the No Guts, No Galaxy uh, soundtrack that will be coming out shortly. It's almost ready to put up uh, for sale. It's awesome music. You've been hearing it maybe uh, on our Twitches uh, with IGP and other people are playing it as well. Great music. Those guys did an awesome job, so look for that soon. Yeah, we've got a pretty cool album cover picture. And yeah, so uh, the soundtrack will be coming out. You guys have been listening to it, and it's been amazing. It's, it's brilliant. Like, yeah, Matt it's kind of amazing. Matt keeps adding more music, too. So uh, those will be going up, and you guys can go over there and help uh, support NGNG and those uh, artists by purchasing their uh, albums and or songs. So that link will be going up, and you guys can get that. But anyways, I just want to say thank you again. Uh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy world. Crazy, like, crazy. You know, like go hang out with buddies and they're like so you know how's life and i'm like i'm loving life i get to play video games and make content and be the creative guy behind the scenes and do stuff that literally that literally are, are you know changing battletech mech warrior so it's it's i think it's cool so so thank make you again. history with us and thank you to the following mech warriors for the donations to ngng brian b you know who you are david conrad todd john Dan, Glenn, John, Jonathan, Joshua, like a boss, Dean, Valerie, yes, that's a girl, and anyone else I missed, we appreciate you. Yes, 
Yes, thank you, uh, everyone. And by the way, I just want to give a quick shout out to Apostle OFC. He sent in his picture rocking out with the uh, T-shirt, plus all of his Battletech stuff in the background. You can check that out on our Facebook page. Thank you again for sending that out. And someone else just sent in a picture. Brandon uh, sent in a picture rocking out. He had a Mad Dog in his left hand, a uh, Warhammer in his right, and he was rocking the Herbs T-shirt. Freaking awesome. You are a BAMF, sir. Thank you so much. And this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell. And this is Laura. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Mech Warriors.